0: me today on another daily word. Today we're going to be in Galatians, and we're going to do a verse-by-verse uh, devotional type through Galatians, and uh, it's going to be a little tough uh, to do devotionally because there is some deep theology in there. But uh, but much of it's very applicable, so we're going to kind of look at it from that lens a little bit. So it starts off in Galatians one. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead and all the brethren which are with me into the churches of Galatia. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from the, this present world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever. Amen. So that's his introduction. Um, uh, his letter is he lays out who it's coming from who is going to but it starts off Paul an apostle and then i like this not of men neither by man but by Jesus Christ and God the father who raised him from the dead uh it was god's calling if you would in the apostle's life god made him that he made him that sent one that apostle that's what the word apostle really means and uh but it's the apostle proper in that uh he is one of the the apostles that god used in the writing of the scriptures and, uh, and so, but I love that, that he was by the will of God, that he was called of Jesus himself. And let me just say, every one of us who are saved, um, we're saved by God. And, uh, and he has something for us. And we ought uh, to recognize that. We ought to find out, what does God want from me? And, um, and then he says, who's this writing to? Uh, he says, and all the brethren which are with me, There are some believers that are with Paul, and he's writing unto the churches, plural, of Galatia. And so apparently there were uh, there were a number of these churches. And so this letter was going to be circulated among them. He's sending them to these churches in Galatia. And he's going to deal with some pretty serious issues that they were facing there in this region. So he, so he gives this wonderful message, Grace be unto you. Oh, thank God for his wonderful matchless grace. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father from our Lord Jesus Christ. And he starts off... Uh, a lot of his epistles with this concept: grace from God, uh, grace to you, and peace from God. And uh, real big on grace and peace, grace and peace. And by the way, does your Christian life consist of grace and peace? That's a good question to ask. And uh, and notice where it comes from. It comes from God. Am I experiencing grace and peace from God? Am I am I that Are there are there blockers in my life? Are there things that are keeping that from taking place? Is there turmoil? Is there unrest? Is there anxiety in my life where there should be grace and peace? These are some good questions. So as we come up to this and we approach this scriptures, we should really ask ourselves, you know, where uh, where where am I in this thing? And how is my heart before the Lord? And then uh, he points out, and I love I love Paul's aspect, who gave himself for our sins. Paul was always about the gospel. Verse number one. He doesn't just mention God and Jesus. He says, who, by the way, raised him from the dead. Verse 4, who gave himself for our sins. How important that is, that he might deliver us from this present evil world. So he gave himself for our sins. Our sins uh, require a payment. He was delivered to to, uh, complete, fulfill that payment. What a wonderful God we serve that he might deliver us from this present world. You know, God, uh, present evil world, God does not want us to be taken captive by this evil world that's around us. A part of our victory over sin is a victory to no longer sin, is a victory to not be bound by sin. Uh, You see, prior to salvation, you and I, we have no choice but to sin. Even the best we can do, the best of our ability, without faith, it's sin. And so now that we're saved, we have an opportunity to say no to sin. We have an opportunity to, to do a, have a life that's pleasing to God. And so he gave himself for our sin that he might deliver us from this present evil world. We can resist temptation. We can uh, be delivered from this world. We can be in this world, but not of the world. I love it. And how do we do that? According to the will of God and our Father. How do you know the will of God? Are you waiting for a dream Are you waiting for someone to tell you? We find the will of God in the scriptures itself. And what a wonderful thing, because you know what that is? That's objective truth. I can go to it, I can point to it, and I can look at it and say, this is what God requires of me. What a wonderful truth that is, according to the will of God and our Father. The Bible, Peter says it this way, he's given us everything we need for life and godliness. We just got to go to it. And then he kind of ends this introduction with a doxology. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hey, let's make sure that above everything, it's all about the glory of God. We're giving Him glory. He's the one that deserves it. He's on the throne. Anything good in my life is because God has bestowed it upon me. And He is the one that's deserving of glory. And to that we say, Amen and amen. And so off to a great start as we look at this book of Galatians. I'm going to try to not dive too deep, but we're going to look at it a little bit devotionally and, uh, and hope that's a help to uh, to us. So who are we in Christ? Are we living in grace and peace as he uh, as he's delivered us uh, from sin in this present world? And by the way, have you been delivered from sin? I'd love to help you if you don't know what that means or if you don't know. Uh, If you have been, I'd love to share with you how you can know for sure that you're saved and make sure your life is glorifying to God. And uh, that's our desire forever and ever. Amen. Appreciate you folks and look forward to seeing you here next time. God bless.